You are now tuned in to The Takeover with Kristen and Christine. Shout out to our second episode. Y'all, we're coming out of a crazy week, y'all. Hectic. Hectic. I thought the weekend was going to be better, but it was still hectic. We're just coming out of hectic things. Our weekend started, started on Thursday. Activities. It did. We had Thirsty Thursday low-key. And we invited all of you all to our Thirsty Thursday. You know why? Because it was what? It was our launch party. Our podcast launch party. It was held at Amarachi Bar and Restaurant on Bridge Street. We had it Thursday, August 24th. 7 to 11 p.m. p.m. You know, CPT around 8. So basically, you know, <laughs> 8 30, we get we got started. Um, we introduced ourselves to everyone. And literally everyone. Literally everyone. We'll get back to that later. I though. really oh about that now. I really liked the, the setup everyone? though. Uh, you liked the everyone? I liked everyone because eventually people started coming up to us and asking us about the yeah. podcast. But basically, we reserved the space. And the space was... Everyone's space. Everyone's space. So there were other people that were there that we didn't anticipate being there, um, that didn't even know that we were having a launch party. Yeah. Um, but it was good because they were there. We commanded attention when yeah, we got we to the took front. of the stage, took, literally. We took over. <laughs> uh, and it was it was really nice. We were able to like describe who we are. Our segments. We were able to even answer some Q&A. Yeah, we did a question and answer advice portion. And we got a lot of great feedback overall. It so. was so nice. Yeah, I was I was surprised. I'm always paranoid. I feel like that's where you balance me out because I was I was like, yeah. okay, things are not it's happening. Not oh, oh my God. What are yeah. we gonna do? I, I gotta go sit next to Amanda. I can't do this. <laughs> I and then you're like and then you're like, Christine, come over here. I'm like, I thought you wanted to sit with Amanda. I know. Yeah, I, I was paranoid. <laughs> but just to see the level of support from everybody was pretty amazing yep shout out to everyone who came out and supported we definitely felt the love and for those who didn't make it you, you missed, missed out <laughs> but no fear photos and vids from the night will be posted soon to our media accounts once we get it all together curated very nicely um just like our past video that we put up on this past friday if you didn't see that that was also supposed to be a sneak peek at the um launch party so you got blessed via insta <laughs> Um, and you can watch all of that. You can see all of our photos and videos and our promo video and all of that stuff. All the content. At The Takeover CC on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. And if you have any photos or vids from the night and you think we don't have them, or if you think we have them, but we just want to make sure that we have them, um, nonetheless, just send them to us, email them to us at thetakeovercc at gmail.com. That is thetakeovercc at gmail.com. What's but your overall yeah. take on the night, though? I think it was great. I think it was a great introduction. We had tons of supporters, tons of great advice. Mm -hmm. I think people really... Family was there. Family was there. Friends that was basically yeah. like family to us was there. It was great. We got people to actually tune in, right? Tune into our first episode. People were like, how do we find the first episode? So we had tons of people press the subscribe button on Apple's podcast app. So that's one way that you can listen to us. You can search hashtag the takeover and we show up now on the front page and soundcloud is a little bit harder um i would suggest putting the takeover Kristen and christine and you'll be able to find us or putting in Kristen the what is the and symbol called Ampers uh, ampersand ampersand i don't know <laughs> right okay cool um yeah put that in Kristen and christine and we'll show up i think once we get more episodes out on soundcloud we will be a lot more visible but also we need you all to follow us so yeah. follow us not only on facebook insta and views, twitter snapchat views count for getting us up there in the google yeah. search and all of that but also 
follow us on SoundCloud, subscribe to us on iTunes. We're trying to get onto the other platforms. So if you have any suggestions of other platforms where you listen to your favorite podcast from, we want to be yeah, we want to be your favorite podcast too. We want to be up there with them, the big shots, you know. But yes, we took over mm-hmm. our own launch party as per usual. A place that we thought was already ours that we were granted <laughs> to take over, but we really took, took it over. over. Yeah. It was right. great. We even had a cake that had our pictures oh, on yeah. it with the sparklers. Oh my god. And talk about the um snap filters. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, we actually didn't we forgot that we even had them, so we had to like tell people towards the end of the party that they should use them, but they were bomb. And apparently some people were using them like during the party. And like our makeup artist. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Kathy at ibeatfaces.c. I love you. Yeah, she's bomb. But yeah, it was a great night. What do you think about it? You asked me what I what I thought overall. What do you think overall, Kristen? I thought it was good. I feel like it started off and I was really, as I said before, paranoid. I was really just like, oh, what is going to happen? Are people going to show up? Uh, and then just to see the, the amount of people that showed up from prep from our junior high schools from elementary from school elementary yo. school from, shout out to from our college mm-hmm. from the five college consortium shout out to my holyoke and smith mm-hmm. we even met somebody from my holyoke that didn't even know about us she had graduated about what two or three years before us yes yeah, uh, and just like hearing just literally like having her there and hearing us and be like oh aaron's college like i went to my holyoke mm-hmm. so it was cool and overall i had a great night my sister was there as well and one of my sisters was there. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like it was a great celebratory event and a great inaugural event for the takeover mm-hmm. in New York City. Yeah, and even meeting people that didn't know us from New York City that wanted to do some things with us yeah. in in the future. So look out for that. You may be seeing the takeover Community with engagement. some other organizations, some other black orgs. Not going to release all of that information just yet but the takeover will be taking over other places and giving back yeah yeah okay. yeah well you know we some educated girls just oh, yes. saying i mean we did start at amherst college and you so. know that was one of the questions that we got how do we keep our intellectual momentum from amherst college from our intellectual mm-hmm. experience our academic experiences going shout out to our sis answer, vanessa for that yes and our answer to that was Black Girl Lit, and the Lit stands for Literature. (laughs) (laughs) So basically, this week's Black Girl Lit comes from Zora Neale Hurston. I first heard of her through my through the book. Yeah, their eyes were watching God, which came out in 1937. Yo, and that book was still being taught in 2007. (laughs) Clearly, she's bomb. African-American novelist, short story writer, folklorist, and anthropologist. She's known for her contributions to the African-American literature, her portrayal of racial struggles in the American South, and works documenting her research on Haitian voodoo. So one of the quotes that I actually found was not from a book. I found it on um, social media. But it said, if you're silent about your pain, they'll kill you and say you enjoyed it. And I just thought it was, it connected so, so very well to this Twitter thread that I saw the at name for this person is Lil Native Boy, L-I-L, Native, N-A-T-I-V-E, Boy, B-O-Y. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And basically, it was just this long thread of what it's like to grow up on the Navajo Reservation in New Mexico. Mm. And it was a bunch of pictures. And it was just very disheartening to me because it's like they had no electricity. There are pictures of um, a truck with water barrels in it because they had to go drive two hours to fill up water barrels. They had to... Um, they had an outhouse because you know there was no electricity, so they had to figure out and no plumbing. So no you plumbing, had to exactly. Work in an outhouse. They had to, to burn their garbage. It's just like the pictures were absolutely just, just 
a lot for me to surreal. To even, surreal for me to like scroll down and see this is how people are living today, 2017. And there was another thread of issues Native Americans face. Um, and it was basically a, a, a thread to educate people. And it was just saying things like Native Americans have the highest rates of suicide more than any other ethnicity. 40% of those who die by suicide from range, um, age range 12 to 24. Um, Native Americans make up 0.8% of the population and law enforcement is killing us or them. Sorry, I was reading from the Twitter itself, but killing them at higher rate than any other race yet and no media coverage. So just statistics upon statistics and once again, very disheartening for me. And one of the things that resonated with Zora Neale Hurston's quote is that, yes, if you do not document, if you do not express, if you do not allow people to understand or acknowledge the pain that you're experiencing, they'll have you just die in silence. They'll yeah. kill you and say you enjoyed it. Yeah. And so one of the ways that we want to combat that is thinking of how we can also broadcast for change mm -hmm. in these communities that are also underrepresented and, and not mm -hmm. privileged in the same way. Yeah, because I think we're, we even have to acknowledge our privilege even this, for this opportunity to for us to be having this podcast mm -hmm. to be able to speak out, yes, about our primary experience as two young black women, but we also have to understand that we have our people of color um, communities, exactly. you know, that we may not be immediate in immediate contact with, but thank God for Twitter. Thank God for all these other social media accounts that allow us to make those connections mm -hmm. for us to also not be silent, for us to also not act blind um, to what's going on out there to our fellow brothers and sisters so that we can speak out on their behalf, you know? Yes. So one of the ways that we can speak out on their behalf and make sure that these these pains do not go unheard, is to donate to Dig Deep, D-I-G-D-E-E-P. 100% of the donations go to bringing Navajo families electricity and running water. And what is that? It's just, it's just literally creating a better quality of life. Like, how do you live without that? And so um, there was also another, another petition. It was on change.org, and I believe it was retweeted by Little Native Boy. And it was created by Anna Kaiser, and basically it was titled Improved Quality of Life for the Navajo Tribe. She wrote, the Navajo tribe, like countless other Native American tribes, have been treated beyond, unfa beyond unfairly. Their reservation is large, and there are only a small amount of hospitals, grocery stores, and there isn't any electricity or running water. She's making that petition to, um, to get the tribe the human rights they deserve from the start. And it's, it's a lot, like from, from little girls being raped and kidnapped to not having paved roads, to not having any medical assistance, so to sad, grocery man. stores being literally like, forever and a day away it's yeah so yeah. please if you can donate once again it's dig deep um 100 of the proceeds go to native american tribes and there's also the change petition if you type in improved quality of life for the navajo mm -hmm. tribe you'll be able to find that and we'll actually retweet all of this from our own twitter accounts so follow us at the takeover cc for you to also stay connected to what's going on and shout outs to little native boy for at little native boy for being so open and forthcoming with mm -hmm. um, his situation because that's so hard to be and able to open up to people that you can't see right we're, we're talking to we're talking into mics we're looking at screens um we're not able to see him but we're able to feel his situation we're able to view the pictures we're able to see all the love that he and support that he's receiving um 
And that's just a beautiful thing to be able to put yourself out there. That's a very vulnerable thing to already be vulnerable to attacks that potentially hurt you and already kill your people. Mm. And you're still able to put yourself out there. And educate the them. That, yeah. that, once again, we go back to that labor, like educating them. Anybody who sees it, I believe it was retweeted by Ava DuVernay. Yeah, so I'm right yeah. here looking at it, and she wrote, and which is which is also going to link back to Zora Neale Hurston, right? Because mm-hmm. one of Ava's biggest, um, biggest, she's yeah, she's tapping, I'm her tapping fingers. my fingers because it's, it's right coming there. to me. It's, it's coming right to there. me. One of her biggest, yes. <laughs> one of the biggest inspirations is actually Zora Neale Hurston. Like, a lot of the imagery, I actually read this somewhere, that a lot of the imagery that comes from Queen Sugar, which is one of her shows on the mm-hmm. OWN Network, which is another amazing uh. woman, Oprah Ooh. Winfrey. So all of the connections to Oprah Winfrey, um, one of her book club books was there. Yeah, to watching God. God. Yep. Okay. Um, here, Ava DuVernay says, we, comma, as a nation, comma, allow Native people to be treated this way, period, out of sight period out of mind period for generations period for our shame period our shame our shame exactly and that's exactly <laughs> why i can make that connection because yes zora neale hurston is a black woman but yes zora neale hurston would have probably been very much intimately aware and troubled by this situation also not getting recognition right like not mm-hmm. getting people to listen to you zora neale hurston majority of the awards that she won she wore she wore them posthumously yeah. so like there's just so much being connected and as I said in, before, it's not just happening to a black community, although we can speak from that experience. It's happening to all people of color. People of color are being put down. People of color are not getting the recognition that they deserve out of sight, out of mind, constantly. So if we make ourselves more visible, use these media accounts, use the power that we do have, our buying power, our financial power, um, our intellectual power, which is what we're using through Black Girl Lit and, of course, this podcast, but ultimately spreading the word so that you all can also use your power, enable us, empower ourselves to help each other, then we will ultimately be victorious. Okay, okay. That's beautiful. Yo, that Black Girl Lit just came. Wow, that's beautiful. It's full circle. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's another thing that we do a lot. (laughs) <laughs> yeah finish each other's sentences and same literally same say the same, same words me. i don't know it's weird the takeover with Kristen, Kristen and, and christine, christine. Right. what do we have up next listen we have up next we have i got it from my mama now listen y'all this is all about um just letting y'all understand that our our mothers and the people who have mothered us have ultimately helped to shape and form the amazing young women who you're listening to listening to right now and it could be from the scolding that they've given us to the loving advice to mm-hmm. the few compliments here and there that they've given us because you know those come those don't come <laughs> too easy you know <laughs> right because you you are expected to to be great like i mean listen you have Kristen's mom told her something that she passed on to me that I thought was very smart. Very smart. <laughs> There's two things you have against you, being black and being a woman. So guess what? And you're a beautiful one at that. And it's so, so listen. Sad. That, that advice is so sad. But literally, it's like just literally acknowledging what your identities are and what that means to Their the world intersectionality around you. Exactly. and all of it. Nonetheless, shout outs to the home remedies. You know, this is what I got from my mama or my mamas mm. for this week. Um, so this week I was really feeling down you know being a woman is really hard a lot of the things we have to deal with um our male counterparts do not have to and one of those things was you know a little friend that comes once a (laughs) month and i was just having really bad headaches and really bad pains and so i was home for a couple of days even leading up to the launch party and 
I my know, mom I was so scared. She was texting yo, me. And she was like, and then I just dipped oh. out. She was like, <laughs> oh, I'm not feeling good. And I'm like, girl, tomorrow is the launch <laughs> and party. And then like, I just stopped do? answering. Tea, like my doll. Like what we need yeah. to do. Yeah. So shout outs to the tea. Shout outs to Miss King, who is an extra mother and a mother to many. To literally um, everybody. Literally everyone. Oh, Miss um, Joycelyn King. She came through and she said, here's uh, essential oil mm. of just peppermint. Like peppermint essential oil. Mm. And I was rubbing that on my temples. Mm, let the people and know. <laughs> when I tell you, when I inhaled that peppermint oil, Lord God, I, the praise break right now. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay. Yeah. I'm good. Um, I was able to, you know, perform the next day. You know perform. what I'm saying? Not perform. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, so shout out to that. I mean, other home remedies, the garlic tea, the the ginger tea, oh, the roots. I drink them things. Okay. Did you you drink them all in, in, in preparation for the take for the t- I had to. Lunch? I had to. I even Dang. had these this thing called moringa. Moringas oh. are bitters. Oh, that's like Cersei bush or whatever yeah, they like call Cersei it. My mom bush. literally boils oh. that and it's like, it's for clean your blood. Oh. You Literally every time I come back from school. Sure. Well, now I'm not going back to school. But, but yeah, every, every time, time I come back from school, she would literally boil the bush tea and have yeah. me drink. Like there's either yeah. you could take them in shots, like a little like when it's really, really strong. Or you can take them. If it's less strong, you take it as a like a glass of water. You just yeah. drink it, drink it. It's disgusting. But apparently it cleans your blood. Listen, they was blessed and highly favored, and I was blessed and highly favored for that. We so just gonna pass it down. Passing it down. So shout outs to that. I just feel like I've been getting a lot of headaches recently. I thought it was just, you know, being dehydrated. Shout outs to my Starbucks card that's getting me venti waters and all that stuff. Waters? But venti water. You pay I got for this that? for free. Oh, no, okay. free drink. Oh, thank you. You said my Starbucks card. I was yeah, like, what? because I got the free rewards card. Okay. Which I think if Jodine listens to this, she'll be like, oh my God, you got on your, um, on your Starbucks wave. <laughs> she was always on her Starbucks wave. But, this I still can't get this, with it. They this, have a good lemonade. I have one today. That's what, that's what this was and oh, then it turned into water. venti water. Um, but this can't do it. Starbucks little teas and waters can't do that. The home remedies. They cannot do that. They cannot do what the ginger tea, the garlic tea, the peppermint oils, the moringa, mm. all of them things. The bush, the nature, all of that stuff. Shout outs to my mamas for that. That's what I got from them this week. Oh, what about you, Kristen? I just, in the series of events of my life, mm. Just have to say, things for crying must laugh. Mm. Because. And say that, in, say that outside of the accent for these people so that they know. Things to cry, you should if laugh. There are, yeah, if there's things to that, cry. That's my best translation. Yeah, if there's things to cry about, you must laugh about them instead. Mm-hmm. Something like that. And this connects to my last, I got it from my mama, which was words and thoughts have molding powers. But. I was just like, okay, there's a lot of things going on. And I could either cry, like be really, really upset with it, or I could just laugh it off and think about what's the alternative? How do I rework in my mind? What's the next step? And I was saying like, gosh, these things are always happening to me. Because remember when we had we came to the studio just to check it out and mm-hmm. I was late? Mm-hmm. My train had derailed. Mm-hmm. Literally, there was a mechanical problem on the L train mm-hmm. and I had to get here late, so I had to Uber and it was just... It was so much. And then the second time, 
I was getting my braids done. <laughs> and I had thought that we were supposed to be here at a different time. But then Christine was like, hey, let's let's meet out before. And I was like, okay, I can make it. But, you know, my braids, they, they don't, no, they don't do themselves, you know. You so I was a little late. Time. And then today I was on the highway trying to get here. And it was just backed up. Mm. Literally, it was the most disgusting traffic I've ever been in my life. Like, literally crawling through traffic. But I'm here now. And once again, I had to think of what was the what was the positive spin on it? How could I turn it into something that was good? And obviously alerting Christine and preparing things on my way, regardless of driving and thinking of how everything should go. And mm -hmm. so it was just like a nice positive spin on things. Yes. Things for cry, you must laugh. Shout outs to Mama Chili for that one. Is it that one just from Mama Chili? I don't know. I feel like I've heard it a bunch Is that of times. A passed down one? I think it's like I think it's just a Guyanese proverb or something. I'm mm. sure everybody in like the Caribbean have probably heard about, about it about it before. That. That's yeah. beautiful. I'm gonna take that one with me. Thanks for crying. And I'm gonna try and pass on some of the home remedies to you. Not the ones that taste Please better. let me know. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to put like what is that? The peppermint oil. Peppermint oil, you know I'm down temples. with pe peppermint. Yo. But the garlic and stuff, I'm gonna have to spice that up with some like some, um, you can put some honey in that. Some honey, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Cause that's I the bitters. I we love when the things them taste good. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes, y'all. Shout outs to our moms. We love them. All right, y'all. Y'all got a lot just now. You know, you got the little takeover. You got a lot of black girl literature. You got a literature. A great dose of I got it from my mama. So right now we'll take a short little break and we'll be back with the takeover. <laughs> All right, y'all. So this episode is sponsored by Full Creative Control. Um, based in New York City, it is a brand management company, specifically has a large roster of rappers, singers, podcasters, DJs, small businesses, artists in general. Um, they're a great community, a great up and coming community company um, based here in New York City. Shout outs to them. And they just want to remember that you should live life and take control. <laughs> All right, y'all. We are back with only in NYC. Only in NYC. All this right, y'all. We didn't do this one last week. Yeah, no, we didn't do this one last week, and it's not in our trailer. Nope. So let me explain it to y'all for a quick moment. Thanks. Only in New York City. Basically, it's something that I was thinking about. I was on the train one day, and something was going down. And you know, shout outs to the New York City subway stations. Now you can get. Um, service down there. So I immediately texted to Christine. You get service, but everything's always broken. <clears throat> Only in NYC. <laughs> but um, I was able to text Kristen one day. I was like, oh my God, Kristen, this would be a great segment because we were building up our segment list. Mm -hmm. um, because there's just some things that happen down here that do not happen anywhere else. Okay, y'all? So that's what this segment will be about. Um, we'll tell you about something that either happened that we see, that we saw, that we read, that, you know, something that's very New York City, only born and bred New York City, nothing else. Um, and so for this week, we have a flash mob, y'all. Now I know y'all probably thinking, all right, flash mobs happen everywhere. Like, Christine, come on, Christine, <laughs> calm down. But this is not just any type of flash mob, y'all. This flash mob was outside of the Brooklyn Museum, and it was a Soka flash mob. Mm, now, I don't know if y'all know about Soka, all right? Mm. Mm. But we in the midst of the summer seasons. The summer is coming to a little close. Oh, we are and a, in the midst of Labor Day weekend. Okay, in mm. anticipation, right? Mm, okay. So there have been tons of carnivals from Trinidad Carnival, Barbados Carnival, Jamaica Carnival, Miami, um, Miami Carnival, um, 
um, Carabana in, in Toronto, Carabana. Bahamians, yes. That's you know, like oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they, they have tons of things are gone. Okay. This summer, but you know, New York city is a great, I wouldn't call it a melting pot, but a nice mixture, a, a good, a good composition of just Caribbean amazingness. And so of course, Soka has to come into play. So there was a Soka flash mob. Soka is originally from Trinidad and Tobago. Um, and so there was a soca dance flash mob put together by Obas. Um, Obas is a community company, production company, mostly dancing, singing. Um, they have a band, mass. And so they've usually had it under the Oculus, under the Barclays Center. But this year they moved back to having it at the Brooklyn Museum. Mm. Um, and so it was also in, in anticipation of Labor Day. All they told you was to make sure you show up at 11 down the block so that y'all can walk up together and make sure you have a flag. That's beautiful. And I wish it I was, was there to see it. Oh, I wish I was there too. Also, I feel like, I feel like Eastern Parkway is the right place to do it. I mean, it it's, is the center. Eastern Parkway is like my favorite part of Brooklyn. I just love the I'm, I feel like there's never too much traffic on there. No, you rush down there. It's beautiful. The Brooklyn Museum is literally beautiful. I feel like it's a perfect botanical place to do gardens it. is beautiful. Yeah, the I feel like Barclays Center over there is just too crowded. crowded. Yeah, yeah. So it was great. Um, we can share some of the things from our Facebook and see if we can get it to our Twitter too. I saw some amazing pictures from the. Oh, from, those pictures were so bomb. It was beautiful. clear, just capturing all the joy. Just, oh. The Caribbean melanin was just on fleek. Oh. But yes, um, and the the videos of actually what put together, for it to be a flash mob, a dance flash mob, and for it to look so put together, oh my gosh. You would have thought it was a music video, y'all. <laughs> it was beautiful. And so I'm just waiting, ex- expectingly waiting for, for, for Labor Day. I just... I, I, I won't be playing mass. I don't know if I'm going to be up there either because there's a lot of things that go on from mommy, Juve into the my, next day. Yeah, my mommy doesn't like me going out there. But I just yeah. wish, like, I, I really, I'm probably yeah. going to go. I used to go when I was younger. And then I, I started going to school and then that was the end of that. Yeah, I want to I wanna put down money. I want us to put down money. Hopefully we can make a, maybe we should make a fund where <laughs> <laughs> we should save up money so that we could play mass on an actual Flow, flow. Oh yes, so that we could be in safe parameters, and so I could I can mimic Rihanna because that's oh. the only thing I ever want to yeah. do in life. Oh my god, <laughs> Lord! If I could just recreate Rihanna's past four Trinidad tears, carnivals oh here in New York and just get myself all the way together. First of all, get team snatched. Second of all, <laughs> just team put together. Third of all, team palance off myself. Oh my God, and the feathers, team feathers. That's team what feathers, I'm about. Team feathers, like, team wild thoughts, team work, team everything. <laughs> I just, I think we could do that. We can do it. But shout outs to Oba Soka Dance Flash Mob for just light, li- livening up our day. Like we literally sat here minutes before we came on and was watching it and just like, wow. Bless. Wow. Wow, bless. You know Sunday what? You bless. Know what, well, you know what also brightens up my day? What? And this is very much related. I should have thought of this for only NYC, but mm-hmm. there is this man that literally sits on 34th Street every, almost every morning I get off, and he 34th plays Street, the, Penn Station? Penn Station, Oh, yes. he plays the pan. He plays a steel pan. He plays pan. a steel pan, yes. Oh my only God. in NYC. Literally, only in NYC. I feel like it's just... Just like God whispering in my ear, just saying like, your day is going to be perfect. I always give like, him change. here you ate breakfast. Now you're listening to Soka on a steel pad. Nourished 
it's just like all around everything is going to be great and so thank shout out to that man i should get his information because we should shout him out but he literally makes my mornings every time i Mm -hmm. see him literally have to i feel like giving him my life savings because that's happiness right there i concur (laughs) all of this is just happy only in well this uh, only in nyc is happy (laughs) that's Um, good let's start high let's start high because we're about to go down low oh jesus what's next the gathering okay the gathering we 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 are inviting stacy dash to thanksgiving because she needs to get together listen i don't even want to sit at my table and don't bring a meal (laughs) don't bring no plate yeah we don't want you i don't think we'll have any we just need her to come inside the room so she could get it together because she's out here calling this prayer shall be for her dear stacy dash (laughs) dear lord (laughs) literally the calling the queen queen auntie queen auntie maxine waters a buffoon for those of y'all that don't know who Miss Maxine Waters is, please refer yourselves to our Instagram at the Takeover CC. She was our first WCW Women Crush Wednesday. There's nobody that doesn't know about her right now. Listen, I feel, like, I feel like at this point, okay. people should be asking about Stacey Dash. Who, who is she? Excuse me. Who gave her the right look, to look, speak? Look, look the arm. Look the arm. Mm, what? <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> um. But yeah, so tell us exactly what's going on now, Kristen. So, <laughs> so let's get her together. Let me tell you how I found out. I found out because it was on Twitter, of course, and I stay on Twitter. But somebody on uh, somebody had retweeted it from Bossip, and they said deteriorating dust might Stacy Dash calls Auntie Maxine Waters a buffoon, and I was like, what? But then it also said she gets dragged back to unemployment. So I was like, clearly, I don't have to do anything here. Well, but <laughs> I'm just thinking like Queen Maxine. She should not have to respond to this girl because she's too busy, worried about things that matter. Like, how do we get this man away from the nuclear buttons? Okay, so Mm -hmm. we'll respond to Stacey. Right. So it it goes another step further. She has the nerve to still have this tweet up, y'all. And not only that, but 705 of y'all out there have the nerve to like it. Come on now. (laughs) She called a congresswoman. Mm. A woman that she aspires to even have a seat like mm. above him. And y'all want to co-sign that. <laughs> Listen, the Twitter fingers, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like y'all out there right now. Now, I want to break it down. Let's break down the tweet. Good. The tweet said, this is how you spin a corrupt. What about Miss Maxine Waters is corrupt? Question mm. mark. I'll hold it. If you can explain it, don't. <laughs> Number two, corrupt media buffoon. Um, she doesn't ask for the spotlight. She is giving it. She people have been begging her to okay. take the spotlight. It's sort of like okay? when Lil Wayne said, "People pay themselves to, to photograph take me. photographs of me." Okay, <laughs> that's what Miss Maxine Waters does, and she does it quite well. And what is she referring to? The Black Girls Rock acceptance speech, which she deserved that spotlight that night. Shout outs to last week Thursday. If any of y'all was watching, Black Girls Rock was amazing. It's gonna be on rerun for Thy Kingdom Come because it was one of the best produced um, award shows, um, versions of that award show. Nonetheless, I want to go to the buffoon part. That's the part I want to break down. So I don't know, but um, I'm not going to post a picture of a buffoon anywhere because that does not need to be put anywhere. Yeah, don't give that that airspace. Nope. I looked at one and I thought, (laughs) does Maxine Waters look like a buffoon? Is her looks is what makes her a buffoon, Miss Stacey Dash? Um, no, get out of here. A young Maxine Waters. If y'all type in young Maxine Waters on Google and press that image search, oh, Jesus. girl, she will beat out a Stacey Dash any day, okay? I think she beats out a Stacey Dash today. To, oh, <laughs> okay. And also, like Charlemagne the God says, 
she's aged like a fine wine. All right, yeah. y'all. While some people, <clears throat> Stacey Dash, is looking like the curdled milk. Ooh. All right. So let me not really, <laughs> that's, that's really surface level if we're really going to talk about looks. But I'm going to take it another step further. Yes. So a buffoon. Is it the intelligence? Is that what you're talking about? Because then, Miss Stacey Dash, you must be out of your mind. Let me remind you that our Congresswoman, Miss Queen Auntie Maxine Waters, attended mm. Vashon High School in St. Louis, Missouri, mm. which if you Google that, okay, when it opened in 1927, it was the second high school for black students in St. Louis, and Listen. she was top of her mm. class. 1927. All right, y'all. Right, Listen. So she went to that school. How about that? She later went on to the prestigious Los Angeles State College, now known as Cal State Los Angeles, where she graduated with her Bachelor's of Arts in Sociology. She then went on to work at Head Start. So not only was she educated, but she was educating our future black and brown children Hello. in Head Starts. And then went on to pursue her political career. Meanwhile, you, Miss Stacey Dash, you hold a high school diploma. You relived your high school days on the shoe clueless, which, clueless with, which at this rate left you clueless. I actually don't want to, I, I, I don't even want to say it's a matter of intelligence either, but it's to show that she has also, Maxine Waters has acquired so many levels in order to be where she, uh, acquired so many degrees in order to be where she's at. And you're literally belittling her. And not to say that anybody with a high school diploma cannot be intelligent. Of course not. And not that they cannot produce the same work that she has. Most but you're literally going to sit here and call somebody who is beyond educated. Who's degreed up. Who has literally given so much years of her life for mm -hmm. the service of black and brown people okay. and Americans at large, mm -hmm. literally given her life years of service to this country, and you're gonna say her call her buffoon, really? So now you look stupid. You are dumb. You are so <laughs> dumb. She's also, <laughs> she's, I mean, this personally touched me because when I saw her, I was like, okay, so if somebody to even raise Queen Maxine has to be a queen. Her mother, Raised 13 children. Oh, uh, 13. And now she was one, a single mother. 13. Okay. All by herself. So let's talk about it. She has been serving this country since 1991. She's the most senior of the 12 black women in Congress. Mm. She's the former chair of the Congressional Black Caucus. Okay. Like, she was an opponent of the Iraq War. She, was, she advocated for divestment from South Africa during apartheid. She consistently is reelected with at least 70% of the popular vote. So please tell me who is the I don't the think Stacey Dash knows how to spell apartheid. So there's that. <laughs> um, she might not know what that is. Um, she's busy also calling her fellow black and brown people uneducated. Mm. When this one that you're calling a buffoon is more educated than you. Um, and then finally, you're really about to blame this on an intern. That you hired. Really? Mm, a representative <laughs> of the work that you produce. Really? Okay. So, number one, you still have this tweet up. Number two, you're blaming it on a buffoon. On a on a, I mean, the intern must be the buffoon, or what? Either <laughs> either you the buffoon, the intern the buffoon, somebody. Well, a listen, buffoon. if you didn't come out and apologize on no behalf and take that tweet down and say, Queen Maxine, I apologize for all the no. the 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 flack no. that I should like. I I apologize for all of the nonsense that is just following me around no. because I just literally disrespected your name no. and your work, like. If you're not going to do that, then I don't want to hear nothing from no, you. No, because why would why would Stacey Dash do that? Um, Stacey Dash busy tweeting back saying, <laughs> um, I apologize, it was my intern. Um, I don't have to be disrespectful to disagree. So then take down the tweet then, because it was disrespectful. Yeah, I don't, what is she referring to about being disrespectful though? That the term, using the term buffoon was disrespectful. So then what else would you have put there? The corrupt media what? What would you have put? What, okay, what would you have put? Okay. Um, so we'll be, um, 
here on Hello Beautiful, they said we'll be waiting for Auntie Maxine to respond. But please don't. I think don't you've forgotten that she is a queen. Mm-hmm. Okay, she sits on a high throne. Mm-hmm. She doesn't need to talk to these plebeians. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good. She don't need to talk to y'all. Um, she definitely doesn't have like, anything to say to Stacey honestly, Dash. I'm, I feel like she shouldn't. She's doing so much other things that that actually matter. So that's actually helping people like yeah, Stacey Dash. Let's not talk about. Let's, let's not g- hope for a response from let's gather her properly let's try to put her on some solid ground what advice do you have for miss stacy dash Kristen? apologize to queen maxine number okay. one number two fire your intern number three number three get your life together because you've been messing up since since clueless you're and it shows because you're still clueless <laughs> okay um i would also just say miss stacy dash black people want you have been wanting you to get it together for so long and lit- oh. and it's literally a community like you don't understand it's not just one or two it's like when one or two are gathered together aka like thanksgiving they want to uh. address you dress you and possibly hug you again and you're just not receiving it and instead the, the company that you're keeping the circles that you're in don't want anything to do with you this so yeah you're like left in limbo why so why do this to yourself we didn't even talk about the whole age thing please respect your elders okay <laughs> do not send for nobody so that's that's a um that's a, a mom i got it from my mama like oh. you, you, did you not get it from your mama to res- or anybody else mama to respect elders girl get it together all in all miss stacy dash you could be doing so much great things in the entertainment industry you could literally still be having an actual acting career and instead you're here wanting to be in the political limelight you're a political low light. Mm. You're not doing what you need to do. Um, you're not even what you need to do is actually sit by the the, the hems of Queen Maxine's garments <laughs> and actually, you know, take off some of the dust mites that's down there because they're still gold. And take those as the lessons that you need to listen to because honestly, those would take you a lot farther than what you're doing right now. You're over, you're canceled. Like it's over, it's canceled, deleted. Um, we still want to bring you back into the fold, though. Hopefully, you can be put on some solid ground. But right now, you're on some shaky, shaky, shaky foundation. And it's unfortunate. Um, <laughs> and it's unfortunate. I won't be waiting for Auntie Maxine to respond. I'll be waiting for your apology. Thanks. Bye. Um, yes. If you want to further gather Miss Stacy Dash, by all means, comment on this part of the TakeOver episode on SoundCloud and iTunes Podcast. We would love to hear what you think about the matter. Um, but yes, that's enough for her. I'm I'm done saying her name. It's yeah. her. It's on to happier I'm getting another headache. On to happier things. I need things. some peppermint oil. <laughs> new music. New music. New music. What's coming out for our new music Monday post? Hey, hey, hey. Y'all should have seen our new music Monday post yesterday. And um, I'll talk about mine first. Uh, mine is Be The Change from Eric Bellinger. I don't know if y'all don't know about Eric Bellinger, but Eric Bellinger, his voice is just amazing his music is amazing Heavenly. i know eric eric b for president was great the mixtapes are great um been listening to him for a long time really got into him when i got to cuba and one of our close friends who's an alpha out there dr joshua johnson <laughs> dr was, dr, joshua. dr. Jo- i gotta put it in you front better. of it dr right. joshua johnson yeah, was like he is amazing you know um, and so this most recent song from Be the, from Eric Bellinger is Be The Change, which actually came out with an accompanying video. And I'll read a little bit about it from Hot New Hip Hop. Um, 
it says Eric Bellinger has been relatively quiet since he dropped the cannabis EP back in April, but thankfully that changes here today. With no warning at all, the West Coast singer decided to return to the scene the other day and share a new song and accompanying video called Be the Change, which is, and this is the generational just being in tune, which is what Miss mm-hmm. SD, um, Stacey Dashcard, whatever, um, used to do. Um, it was inspired by the wise words of Nelson Mandela and the recent racial events that transpired down in Charlottesville, Virginia last weekend, which we Heike talked about last week. So tune into our first episode if you didn't. Anyways, um, Eric Bellinger said he felt that he needed to share something given everything that has been going on in Charlottesville. So he shared along with the song. Um, he took to the streets of L.A. with his acoustic guitar player in the video, and he delivered an empowering anthem that addresses fighting hate with love and standing up for what you believe is right. In between shots of his street performance, the visuals contain old footage from the days of Jim Crow and the civil rights movement, and then he juxtaposes them with the footage from the violent protests in Charlottesville mm. from only two weeks ago, which I think is absolutely amazing, absolutely surreal, and just... It reminds me of so many other things, like when Rihanna did um, that video for America, America, what? America American Oxygen. Oxygen. It's like we have to take that found footage and not let it be lost, which goes back to our black girl literature. Like we cannot be lost. We have to make sure that we show just the 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 genealogy, the genealogy, of history. all of these events, like yeah. the racist events, the sexist events, the xenophobic offense yeah and the the quote from nelson mandela is no one is born hating another person because of the color of his skin or his background or his religion people must learn to hate and if they can learn to hate they can be taught to love for love comes more naturally to the human heart than its opposite and last week we were talking about love like that's what we need sometimes and so shout outs to eric bellinger shout outs to his team for just putting this all together Mm -hmm. um we can share this youtube video from our Facebook, but you'll also be hearing it from our new Music Monday. Go like that post on our Instagram if you haven't already. What about your new Music Monday? So my what, are you, what did you Music Monday with? post is Skywalker by Miguel featuring Travis Scott. So I think it's a little, little like nice jammy jam. Um, Christine doesn't like the video, or at least she doesn't like second 19 of the video because of the juxtaposition of women. Uh, You can see that if you want to, but yeah, it was just like, it seems like he obviously, you cannot have a video and not have like black women in there, but it was just like a really, really dark skinned black, well, she wasn't really, really dark skinned, but she was clearly dark skinned black woman and she, and it's like a really, really white like kind of like pale woman so it seemed like crazy juxtaposition are you okay christine christine just like gasped yeah so i think it's a nice little um jingle it has what is that a million views on it what 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 songs that you already like remind you of this song or is this this is this just like a whole new vibe this is it's for me it's just yeah i think it's a whole new vibe for me i would i don't i wouldn't necessarily put it in my itunes i'm not even gonna lie but i think I would listen to it if I'm just like on the highway or like trying to keep myself up or something or like on the train. Mm-hmm. It's like if it's on if it's on like Spotify and you know they give you new music and stuff mm-hmm. and if it was there I would listen to it maybe twice. Cool cool. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna listen to it. You finna listen to mine? Yes. Okay girl. <laughs> well y'all, that was a new music Monday for y'all. And we hope that you guys listened to it yesterday. But, of course, take it on with you for the rest of the week. Oh, my gosh. Wait, wait, wait. Before we get into our sponsorship, 
We should talk about this. This has nothing to do with anything. But also, but actually it does because we had the TakeOver radio show at college with mm-hmm. TakeOver with Kristen and Christine. And we had, throw, we had thrown a party with um, Cardi B. She was hosting it. She had also been, she had interviewed with us and she had, she was at a question and answer session. But there's this video that currently has this water. 24,000 likes, 13,000 retweets. Of this boy named Mark Williams, he was at the at the um, party. He was and front and center. Front and Yo. center. And when I say front and center, I mean in her bosom, front and center. <laughs> Yo, play it. And it says, y'all help me out by retweeting this until Cardi sees it. Let me see. Can I get my volume up? Everything in fleek. Seven days a week. Oh, my God. We're going <laughs> to pin this to our Twitter because yeah, this is hilarious. But... Has Cardi, like, has Cardi responded to it? I don't think it? she's responded to it, but I see a whole bunch of people like tagging Offset and then they put the meme of, you know when he was like, when they were like, did I seem like I get left off the bad movie? <laughs> like, they put the meme with him rolling up his sleeves, so. <laughs> Mark Williams, you might be expecting a fight at your front dog. <laughs> you know he comes to the hood. Right. He, went, he came to her, her um, grandma's house the other day. Mm. But yeah, don't get caught up because this is not. I can't wait to hear some new music from Cardi. <laughs> it's gonna sound amazing True. and I, I bet you mark williams can't wait either the way he's been loving up his yes. video that's literally everybody's like lucky. last november bro oh my god the comments on this is out of control no chill <laughs> anyways but yeah that was completely like slightly unrelated but i just had to bring it up because hashtag tbt and all that good stuff yeah. <sighs> tbt anyways <laughs> into our sponsorship this episode is brought to you by Nishaya's Laced by Shay. Nishaya is a certified weave specialist. She's been doing hair since she can literally remember. I experienced Nishaya doing hair when I met her in sixth grade. Um, crazy enough, she used to like braid my hair in the cafeteria, no lie. But anyways, you can find all her amazing product and all her amazing work on shayshaircloset.com or you can also go to Laced by Shay on Twitter, I believe, and Instagram, laced L A C E D B Y S H A Y. I can't spell. <laughs> Anyways, amazing Brooklyn bred hair artist. She's been doing hair forever, so check her out. All right, y'all, we are back with our last part of the takeover. Um, we about to do this black woman can and can't, but we will. Mm-hmm. So there's also a new segment. Oh, so yeah, you finna tell them about it, it Kristen? Yeah, so basically it's just highlighting the, the amazing things black women can and oftentimes because they've been marginalized, et cetera, have been told that they can't and have persevered anyways um, and said, we will, we gonna, we gonna do this. And so this one specifically goes out to a woman who, I should really pull up her name. Hold on. Okay, so Jolanda Pace actually spoke out for herself um, and for the other women that are basically saying that R. Kelly has been holding them in a cult-like space in his wherever mansion he had, whatever mansion he has. And she decided to break her non-disclosure agreement with R. Kelly to say, like, these things have been real. Like, these young women, the, the claims that they are making and the claims that their parents are making can be substantiated because she's experienced them herself. And they should press charges against this man. Like, literally, um, one of the things that really 
touched me because it's no different than any of the other claims that people have saying have been saying that he like basically makes them do all these like sexual acts that he wants them to do. Um, he forces them to to like be quiet, stay in these areas, not basically not have not see the light of day unless he allows them to have people follow them. All of that stuff. It's literally she's documented it all, and it's literally mirror um, a mirror image of whatever exactly other people have said and based on the charges that they have um, basically like made against him. And to me, what really stuck out was the claim that um, R. Kelly kept changing their style of dress to baggy clothes so other people mm. would not lust after them. So I'm like, it's scary because it reminds me of the iconography of Aaliyah. And Which we all know... Recently, right? yeah, and we all know that like she was linked with him, like they had gotten married, and she was what 15 or 16 years old, mm-hmm. and he was a, still a grown man because he was a, over 21. Mm-hmm. And uh, just the icon iconography of her wearing baggy clothes, something that literally stuck with hip hop culture and stuck with a lot of women, and it was just it was cool and it was like fashionable. And to me, for that to be the first thing that popped into my mind is like, is that something that he made her do? And of course, mm-hmm. I don't want to like say anything out of place and say that's that she didn't choose her own style and she didn't decide that it was fashionable. But it does because she's not here to to speak on that. It does like make me make that connection in my mind because mm-hmm. it's literally like huge, super baggy clothes to cover up people's bodies, right. you know? Right. Or even if even if you did have that choice and women still have that choice today, like. Kristen and I have gone, it made me think about when Kristen and I used to go to parties back at Amherst and we would be doing our homework. We'd be like, all right, let's just roll out to this event. We don't have no time to put together no fleeky outfit. So we're just going to go down there in some sweatpants, mm-hmm. a plain tee, and just see what's going on. Yeah. And how you would be there, you know, just vibing with each other. And guys would come by really trying to talk to you. And people would look at you and you'd be like, They'd be confused as to like, oh, why you didn't wear something a little bit shorter or why didn't you wear something a little bit more revealing? And you're like, because I wanted to. Black women can choose to wear baggy Mm -hmm. clothes for themselves, you know? And and yet, even then, when you're like, oh, I don't want to dance with you. I'm just here with my girl. Like, that's like, can't you see I'm not dressed for anything that you think wouldn't or Or maybe I am just to have a good time. time. If if I'm in sweatpants, maybe that's what I want to do. Right. and nonetheless, like you're telling them, okay, I'm not interested in talking to you. I'm not interested in talking to you. I'm not interested. I'm not interested. For what reason? I'm not interested. But yeah, you have to give them an excuse, which goes back to the whole R. Kelly thing of like why he let he why he told them to wear the clothes. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, because you have a man. Oh, I have a man. So I have to wear baggy clothes. So other right. people can't lust after me. Like, oh, what do you think this is? And the crazy thing about it is because men actually in response, which I'm guessing Jolanda Price was talking about, and what we've experienced yeah, yeah. is that men respect more. When you tell them, oh, I have a man, they'll back off from then instead of defaming you or calling you out your name saying, oh, you ugly this, you ugly that. That's why you don't got nobody. That's why you say you're not interested. How can I be interested in me? Where somebody, the first time somebody had cat called me, they called me a B because I didn't respond to them. Mm -hmm. And I was literally in elementary school. That's what, that's crazy. I was like in fifth grade. Right. But the whole idea of what, like of this, this part to me was these guys would rather respect when you say, oh, no, I have a man. He's not here right now, but I'm staying to myself. That's why I don't want you to talk to me. Because they'd rather respect the man that they can't see than the woman that they can't see in I, front of I them. I just, like, literally just leave me alone. That's my right. reason. No, but my reason has to be, oh, I have somebody. I have somebody. So leave me alone. No. Okay. Or even then, even then when you say, 
oh, there's somebody, oh, but he's not here right now. Mm. Oh, So he has to be there for right. them to respect you. Sometimes Thanks. he got to be there, sometimes he don't got to be there. But other, otherwise, his presence is more pronounced than yours ever will be. And that's what I will not take. Mm. That's what I will not stand by. Because how could Jelana Pace really have to be submit herself to wearing things that she may or may not have wanted to wear for the sake of not receiving attention from other men. Right. So now that also shows insecurities amongst men, and yet you're looking at it as if it's an insecurity that's of the woman about, about her body. And also it's pedophilia because this man is literally exactly. grown as hell and he's doing this to little girls. So what if I do want to wear something that reveals a little bit more of my curves? That should not be because I, I directly want to do that because I want to receive attention from men. It's literally my choice. Maybe I want to catch some like some some sun to my skin. Right. Like get some vitamin D going, you know, the melanin needs that. You know what I'm saying? Or what if I just want to celebrate myself? Or what if I'm going out with my girls and we want to go out and do a whole what photo shoot? What if I have like, absolutely no reason and I just want to wear what the hell I want to wear? What if it that? was just in my closet and okay. I just picked it out? But anyway, shout outs to black women who can and for people who think that they can't and us knowing that we will anyways. And what and will we do? We will speak out okay. for our selves. Another thing that black women can and cannot do, but we will is work with one another. Now this takeover podcast is a young black woman, two young black women together. Hello. Hello. And we're working together and working together very well going on now, almost four years. All right, y'all. <laughs> um, so we can do that. Some and we will do, do that. that. And you know who else can do that? Some of our people that we look up to, you know. Oh Most my. recently, oh. these amazing young women, Solange and SZA, are teaming up, y'all. So Solange is actually going to be directing SZA's video for The weekend, And that song is so good. <laughs> the weekend, Hey. Isn't uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I have my own bones to pick with the song, but yeah, shout out to them literally being able to. Up. I want to see what this. I'm so excited to see what it, it looks like. Solange's own visuals are just absolutely amazing. SZA's performances have been on fleek. Most recently, yesterday at Afropunk, I wasn't able to go, but I saw shout out to people that actually sent us a bunch of stuff from Afropunk. Right, because I've just done tons of videos. Like, she's just been bomb, you know. And black women can work together. You know what I'm saying? So um, SZA said this of Salon. She said, I love her. And that they met a year ago. And they've been meaning to work with each other ever since. Um, SZA said, I think Aww. the universe is just bringing us closer to each other. That's my homegirl. Um, SZA promised that she'd have 10 different locations and looks for this upcoming Ten. video. Yes, girl. You better go Ten. all around. 10 oh different locations and looks. Locations. Okay. Okay. See the, she see the takeover. In, they are putting in work. Okay. See the takeover. We was trying to do three looks. We gave y'all two already. All right. We we gonna we give y'all some more. We like literally three looks was a lot for one day. Three looks day. was a lot for well, one we day. We pulled it off in one day, but yes, three but looks to, was a lot. But ten locations. She literally decided ten looks. Ten looks. Ten looks and ten locations. That's gonna be an OD look. Okay. Um. <laughs> So I'm just, I'm excited to see that. And that just shows that some people are like, oh, you can't work together because I got to get what's mine. And you got to, I got to get my piece of the pie. And you're going to take from my piece of the pie if we share it together. Mm -hmm. Like, no, it there's enough for it. There's always some type of problem oh. or controversy just because this person, like, you can't put somebody else up without being down. Like, no, yeah. we can literally both be. We can lift each level. other up. Exactly. And Kristen and I have been doing that 
since day one. Woo-hoo. We did that at the podcast launch party. We're going to f- continue doing that. That's what the takeover is here for. So we just want to say thank you to SZA and Solange for being an amazing representation of what we hope to be and hope to be for other people to look up to us and say, black women can and can't, but we will not only speak for ourselves, but we will work with one another. All right, y'all. We about to wrap this thing all up. Okay. And what do we do that with? What segment? The world is in need of blank today. What is the world in need of today, Kristen? I think... The world is in need of a little bit of common sense. Mm, let's, let's, I let's think Stacey Dash needs some common sense mm. because if she did have any, she wouldn't have said anything. She wouldn't have just, or she like, she, she would have apologized right away or mm-hmm. did just a lot of things. And she just had some common sense. If the United States had common sense, you know, people in on Native American reservations would not be going without electricity and, and, and basic human rights, you know, they, they would have like proper sanitation. They mm-hmm. would have proper places to find um, adequate food, they would have basically everything they need to have a decent quality of life. I mean, so, they were the first people on these lands. Let's um, not forget that. So if we had common sense, we, well, not we. <laughs> if them. If they, <laughs> they. Over there. They. Look. They, over the, there. The DJ Khaled, they. 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 If they had some common sense, they wouldn't have literally like pushed people off their land, killed them, mm-hmm. etc. If R. Kelly had some common sense, mm. he would know that he would not be dealing, doing what he's doing. Like, just you cut it out. You would have no suits against you because you would not be a pedophile. Like, you, like it's, you have a problem, sir. Common sense is in, the world is in need of common Men, sense Men, a little bit more common sense when someone tells you no, it's a no, not a continue. You know what I'm saying? It's a hard stop, period. The It's over, done, done. It's over, it's canceled. Um, but yes, the world is in need of common sense. Common sense cannot be bought. Mm. Common sense, it takes some time to cultivate it. And the takeover hopes to do that for And you, you. can always renew it, you know? Just mm. it's okay. Just mm. renew your membership to common sense because the world is in need of it today. Let's Sprinkle it. Go ahead. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm sprinkling it, y'all. Good. But yes, y'all. All right. Well, this was another episode of The, the Takeover with Kristen and Christine. See you all next week. Next week. Tune out. <laughs> <laughs>